Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we are going to begin a series of studies on the person and work of Jesus Christ. And to begin out our study on the person and work of Jesus Christ, we're going to talk today about who is Jesus and is he really God? So Jesus is God. And we're going to show some scriptures that um, prove this. In Isaiah 9-6, we're going to see that God the Son, or Jesus, is deity, he is God, as stated in scripture. And we've got a number of scriptures to prove this, that the scriptures say that he is God. Because a lot of people say, well, Jesus never claimed to be God. Um, the Bible doesn't say that he is God. Um, there's some confusion from the Jehovah's Witnesses who only hold to a very distorted translation of the Bible, in, especially in the New Testament, that, that say Jesus is not God. So we're going to take a look at some of these verses and um, find that the scripture is very clear that Jesus is God. Nine, uh, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 this is a prophecy of the incarnation of Jesus Christ. It says, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. At the very least, two of those titles there in Isaiah 9, given to the Son of God, given to uh, what is undeniably among Jewish scholars as well as Christian scholars, a verse talking about the Messiah, two of those titles are undeniably deity. Mighty God. He will be called the Mighty God. He will be called the Eternal Father. Those are undeniably deity. Let's go to another Old Testament passage, Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, but as for you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. Again, this is clearly a messianic passage. Um, his goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. So, even though he will be born, his goings forth are from eternity. And so it shows also his deity there. Let's go to Matthew chapter 28, the very last chapter of the book of Matthew. And the very last phrase that um, is spoken in the book of Matthew in verse 19 Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And some may say, well, see, there it talks about three. It doesn't talk about one. Except you could very easily miss that the word name is singular. The name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. It's one name for all three. And uh, John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
The Jehovah's Witness translation says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was a God, trying to make him out to be some other God other than Jehovah God. Um, however, that's a very poor translation from the Greek. If you look at the actual Greek language and study it and go past Greek one level, you'll find out that uh, that's a really poor translation of the Greek. Despite that, let's go to John 8, verse 58. He says, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Here Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees as they're questioning him. Um, and he had said, they had he had said in verse 56, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Verse 57, So the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? And that's where the verse that we just read comes in, where Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. And they understood clearly this was as a claim directly from Jesus to be deity to be God the Father. And you say, well, how do you know that? Verse 59. Therefore they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. They wanted to stone him for what he said. His claim was he was God. Let's go to John chapter 10 and verse 30. John chapter 10, verse 30. Let's back up to, to verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. And here it is, verse 30. I and the Father are one. This is Jesus speaking here. And it was clear again to the Jews that he was claiming to be God because verse 31, he says, the Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, verse 32, I show you many good works from the Father, for which of them are you stoning me? And verse 33, the Jews answered him, for a good work we do not stone you but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God. Jesus clearly claimed to be God here, and uh, the scripture says that he is God. Let's go to John chapter 14, starting in verse 9. Jesus said to him, this is to Philip, have I been so long with you, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak of my own initiative, but the Father abiding in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe of the works themselves. He says to Philip, 
you want to see the Father, just look at me. Jesus here again is claiming to be God the Father. He is claiming to be deity uh, in Scripture here. Let's go to Romans chapter 9 and verse 5. Whose are the fathers, and from whom is the Christ, according to the flesh, who is over all, God-blessed forever? Amen. I know I started in the middle of a sentence there, but the point is that it says, from whom is the Christ according to the flesh, we know that's Jesus, the Christ according to the flesh, who is over all God-blessed forever. He is God forever. Let's go on to um, 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. By common confession, great is the mystery of godliness. And here is the mystery of godliness. He who was revealed in the flesh was vindicated, excuse me, in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. This is a summary of the life of Jesus Christ. He was revealed in the spirit, was vindicated in the, in, or revealed in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. Those are characteristics of deity. Let's go now to Titus chapter 2 and verse 13. Looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our God, and He is our Savior. And now down to 2 Peter. I know we're going through a lot of verses here for this, but there are a lot of people who claim Jesus was just a good man, or that He was a prophet, and that He wasn't God. And so we need to make this very clear, that that is not an option according to even the words of Jesus and clearly according to Scripture. 2 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Jesus is our God and Savior. We've seen it from Paul. We've seen it from Peter. We've seen it from the mouth of Jesus himself. We've seen it from Isaiah. We've seen it from Micah. And now we, and we've seen it from uh, John. And we're going to see it from John again in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. The Son of God is the true God, and he is our source of eternal life. God the Son is deity as stated by Scripture. God the Son is also deity as indicated by his heavenly place of commencement, or the, the mere fact that he came from heaven. Let's go to John chapter 3 
in verse 17, For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but the, that the world might be saved through him. This is the verse after the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16. John 3.17 says that God sent him into the world. God sent him from heaven into the world. Verse 31, he who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is from the earth and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all, speaking about Jesus Christ. He is from heaven. John chapter 6 and verse 38. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is from Jesus himself saying, I came down from heaven. Well, who lives in heaven? John chapter 8, verse 42. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceed forth and have come from God. For I have not even come on my own initiative, but he sent me. God sent him from heaven. John chapter 17, Jesus' uh, high priestly prayer toward the end of his life. John 17 verse 5. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. He's claiming that he was with God in heaven before the world was. Down in verse 8, For the words which you gave me I have given to them, and they have received them, and truly understand, or understood, excuse me, that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. He came from God. Down in verse 24, Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. He came from God and was sent to the earth. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4. But when the fullness of the time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law. God sent forth his Son. And so he was sent from God. We're going to take a look at one last section today, that God the Son is deity as indicated by his part in the creation of the world. John chapter 1 in verse 3, all things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Again, the Jehovah's Witnesses changed verse 1, um, but if you look at verse 3, it's clear that he has characteristics of deity because all things came into being from him, and apart from him, came nothing came into being that has come into being. So he created the earth. Verse 10, he was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. Again, he was he made the earth. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6. Yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom there are all things, and we exist for him. 
and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we exist through him. Again, down in Ephesians chapter 3, beginning in verse 9, and to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which for, all, for ages has been hidden in God who created all things. So God created all things. So that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose which he carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord. God created all things. He carried it out in Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. For by him all things were created. And let's go back to verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He created everything, not just the things that we see. And then finally, in Hebrews chapter 1, starting in the first verse, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days, has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. He made the world through the Son. Verse 10, And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. These verses, that verse that's quoted from the Old Testament in verse 10, is attributed to the Son. So we see that God, that Jesus is God because it's stated in Scripture. We see Jesus is God because he claimed it. We see Jesus is God as indicated because he came from heaven. And we see Jesus is God because he was part of the creation. He created in the creation. He was the creator. Uh, next week, we're going to continue this study and look at more reasons why Jesus is God. We'll see you next week on Freedom Fridays. Mm -hmm.